We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Welcome back to Veterans Minimum. Boss is not here. He's still in Toronto enjoying that UFC little mm. mini trip. That show was... Extravaganza. Also, uh, is sitting in for him. So, guys, how are we doing today? Um... <laughs> But also, boss is probably enjoying his like fantasy win in our league. Yo, so he ended up being me by point two. I would have got in over him if I'm not mistaken. If I won that game, and then now he just won his game by what two points, I guess. Which was crazy because so I was I was playing Xbox last night and I had the game on in the background and I saw Allen Robinson scored a touchdown. So you know the running joke in our league now is congrats. Yeah. So I wrote, yo, Ralph, congrats, because you got through. Because the whole time, he needed eight. What do you need, like 12 points from yep. Cohen and Allen Robinson? Mm-hmm. And I saw that, and then it updated to him winning by like two points. And then it got overturned. He stepped out of bounds or something. And then I didn't pay attention until the end. And Joe wrote, oh, my God, I can't believe Ralph lost. Che- oh, you were like, someone please check on Ralph. Like checking <laughs> like, on him in the morning. I was morning. like, yo, I hope he's like asleep. Because if he was awake, yo, that's so bad, dude. Boss is, gonna, is like the... The beast mode Seattle team that with the earthquake run, <laughs> like Six and sneaking seven. his way back into the playoffs and then winning his first round. Let's see if he can make it all the way. That's crazy. And see. by the way, for those of you who don't know, if you type congrats <laughs> or congratulations into iMessage, <laughs> confetti. confetti pops so up. So annoying, you fucking guys with this congrats, bro. <laughs> yeah. But that's how it all don't started. Get started with this it all started because our boy Dominic, like, yo, it'll literally ah, it'll be a Sunday like, yo, maybe maybe like three minutes into the second quarter, and whoever he's playing, if he's playing, oh, yo, Joe, congrats. All right, Jared Goff doesn't want to throw touchdowns. <laughs> and then he'll end up throwing four touchdowns. That and then he'd game. end up winning every single By week. 40. But he lost last week, right? Yeah, yeah. It's, he's, it's over for him. And he, and he lost to me, too. The Dominic, the Dominic himself. Yeah. Yo, so the Santa Gato Studios League, by the way, there's three people at this table who are still in it. Mm. Yep. Not with four, one, I'll tell with you one that. person, Danny Emmengold from Degeneration Bets, mm. me. Uh, Impy and Nick. It's me versus Nick next next round. Impy versus Danny next round to see who goes to the championship. Yeah, excited about that. There's team, only one I, team in this league that is worse than mine. My team is stacked in this league. Wow. Yo, my team is you're, trash. You're, yo, my team is sucks. Me and Impy have been battling over this team. I think Impy's team is trash. He thinks his team is nice. Let me tell you who, who you're. Let me tell starting you. running backs real quick though. Don't worry about my starting <laughs> running back, bro. I hate this fucking app. I can't. I don't even know how to get to anyone's team. Let me tell you who my wide receivers are. Juju, Julio, and Tyreek Hill. Yeah, those crazy. are my three receivers. My running backs are Austin Eckler and Theo Riddick. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Nah, you you got Melvin Gordon, no? Nah. Oh, I do. My team is stacked. I forgot I had Melvin <laughs> Gordon. Bro, how you say nah, dude? Do you hear that? Did you hear You've that? Been you got mad Eckler. at me because I started Eckler and, and Melvin Gordon. Gordon. Yo, my and you th- wouldn't trade me Tyreek Hill. Yeah, because you asked for Jordan Howard. No, Philip Lindsay. Even so, that, that's a good trade. That's actually not. That's not as bad. I still probably wouldn't do it, but 
Anytime Tyree Kill goes off, I just like text him. Yo, who, who is, who's Nick? Oh, that's boss. I was like, yeah. who's Nick's team? I was like, come on, dude. That? My team's not stacked after you after you hear it again. Juju, Julio, Tyree Kill, Melvin Gordon. Now, nah, honestly, Nick, no offense. I think it's gonna be me and you in the championship. And you got Andrew oh, Luck. My, my, and I got Andrew Luck. Yo, my team is trash. I've been saying this. I have I have Watson, Hopkins, and uh like oh I got Cooper now. Yeah. Ooh. Nooper. And you got Cooks. Nooper, yeah. Nooper. Oh, yeah, Cooks. Don't Cooks went me. off for me one year for 40, got me into the fantasy championship. Yeah, and then you were dangling him in trades like he was Jerry Rice. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> fucking kid. Um, Yo, I wanna I wanna go back to uh last week we were talking about like the worst fantasy decisions. <sighs> and uh, you know, a lot of people were really enjoying me dropping uh Patrick Mahomes for one Corey Coleman, who by the way had like a 50-yard catch for yeah. the Giants. Yeah, now? Almost a touchdown. Yeah, what's up? That's the Two Corey Coleman card? I dropped Pat Mahomes for, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> No, but I put up the video and, uh, you know, a lot of people, I was like, yo, describe my decision in one word. And I said I'd read some of these out. And uh, the most appropriate one was uh, Legend. Yep. <laughs> I'd, I'd go uh, with Legend. Uh, Mahorny. I like that one. Uh, <laughs> someone wrote Tim, which was I found funny. Uh, the other one was Buffoon. Very appropriate. Lambulance. <laughs> Call the Lambulance. Uh, Jason. Nice. Brodo. And uh, The Legend Show. Got it. I think all uh, suffice. Yes. Ooh, like Got that it. one? Big word. Nice. Small word, but means a lot. I said like correlation. <laughs> <laughs> right? Big word, small word, but it means a ton. <laughs> I sat the Bears defense this week. Yeah, that's not good. That w- They were like my fifth best player all year, and I sat them like a fucking idiot. That's Yo, can we talk about the Bears real quick? Like, Yes, let's talk about the Bears. They, talk about the Bears. Now that they've beaten the Rams and like their defense did what it that was a four picks that Jared Goff threw. Yeah, yep. shut down. That he looked like Jeff Fisher, Jared Goff. Yeah. You especially. I want to ask, <laughs> how are you feeling about the Bears now? I mean, yo, I think uh, their defense is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Their defense at home is probably. I, I would say they're the best defense when they're playing at home of any team in the league. Yeah. Uh, I also saw Mitchell Trubisky just. Yeah. He don't do it for me, man. I think yesterday was a coming out party for Matt Nagy, for the people that think that, you know, like Sean McVay gets all the love, and rightfully so, because he's been killing. I'm not going to kill the guy for one game, but I know you've been on the... the, the Andy uh, Reid disciple. Andy Reid disciple. And like, yo, if you really think about it, who on the Bears is like an all-pro caliber offensive player? I feel like he does a lot with, I wouldn't say nothing, but I think everyone's just like yeah. average no one's like exceptional, mm-hmm. you know. I, I, you can make the argument for like Tariq Cohen, but but listen to what you just said. Yeah, yeah, you know. So I think he's doing a lot, and I think that showed me a lot about that Bears defense, man. That shit is no joke. I just want to say one thing. I think this is a different game if it's played in L.A. in the warm weather. Call me crazy, but these boys are used to what eighty degrees and sunny all the time, and you have to go play in the brick freezing cold on Sunday night football. I think the game would be a little bit different if it was played, you know, somewhere else. <sighs> To me, I don't want to blame it on the cold because it's not the the cold is not the only reason why that they didn't win the game. But I'm just saying this game is a little bit different if it's played not in not in Soldier Field. I don't know, yo. I I tend to feel like it's cold, sure, but like you're playing a football game, bro. Like after the first quarter, even before that, like you're warm. You know what I'm saying? Jared Goff, born in California, played at Cal, plays pro football for the LA Rams. Uh, has small hands per um, the <laughs> NFL draft, the combine. Nah, for real. Yeah, the like one of, of the things that that people really like Russell Wilson was this guy has like massive hands. You know, you could grip a football in like uh, cold weather and in you know like rain and shit in Seattle. Yeah, no wonder Seattle. Uh, in two games this season in sub thirty degree temperature, he's completing forty seven percent of his passes, three hundred eighty one mm-hmm. yards, no touchdowns, five interceptions. It has something to do I with mean, it. He, they just Look, played the fucking Bears. Yeah, it has something to do with it. Most yeah, but of four of those interceptions come against the Bears. Yeah. yeah. Who, who are turning people over like crazy and scoring touchdowns like crazy. And Look, I, I know that this doesn't that Trubisky doesn't do it for you, but we have to take it with a grain of salt because he was coming back from an injury to his throwing soldier, right? Mm-hmm. So we have, to, we have to take that with a grain of salt. Now, on the other side, I think the key to the Bears is that their linebackers are so fast. Mm-hmm. That they are in a direct... So, look, the entire NFL is kind of shifting towards the receiving back, right? Mm -hmm. And that especially is true for the high NFC seeds, right? Mm -hmm. The Rams, the Saints, Mm -hmm. right? The the Bears have what it takes to take that away, Mm -hmm. right? Danny Trevathan has been doing it for years. Uh, 
Roquan Smith, Khalil Mack. These are these are fast motherfuckers. These are very Floyd fast too. men. Floyd, yes. I think, is Floyd as well. As hell. These are cover guys, and you saw it. You saw it kind of. It's kind of like the Jaguars last last year with the Jared. I mean, uh, Miles Jack mm-hmm. and those fast guys Calvin in, in Smith, the linebacking yeah. core. It's kind of the same thing, and you saw that Todd Gurley couldn't do anything. Jared Goff couldn't do anything, and they. They won the battle at the line of scrimmage. They got pressure on Goff. Goff had no time to even breathe. That team was in his habitat. They were they were ready. They were willing. And they were putting people on notice. A lot of people were talking about the Bears just lost that game last week. They did. And all credit, all, all you know, it happened. But that's a classic trap game. Mm-hmm. And if they're looking forward to this game, it paid off because they paid off in this game. And, uh, you know, low-key flex, I picked them to win. Nice. <laughs> I love I love the I love the Bears this year. I'm, I have a man crush on the Bears. It's a theme uh, if you look around the NFL and you look at what defenses are playing well. Dallas Cowboys, really fast linebackers that mm-hmm. can cover. Uh, and then, as you mentioned, Chicago Bears, really fast linebackers that can cover people out the backfield. So it's, I feel like it's a natural progression, a natural evolution of the game as the running backs become more versatile. The linebackers must also become more versatile. Yeah. So you're seeing it happening, but it's rare. The only people that can really do it are the Jaguars, the Cowboys, and the Bears right now. Who else can you think of has fast enough linebackers to cover? Mm, man, that's a good ass question. Yeah, right. Maybe I think the Saints too. Yeah, that blonde dude what was a uh, Azzalone? Anzalone, Anzalone, Klein too. Sounds like he owns a pizzeria. Does own a pizzeria? I for mean, sure. Sure, but they are white at the end of the day. <laughs> that's also a great point. Yeah, but so is Van Der Esch. My son is everywhere. LVE. Yeah. Um, but I don't know, man. I I, I do think that. The NFC is shaping up to be whoever gets the one seed. And now it's kind of wide open. Like, there's still a roadmap that the Bears could even get it. Like, the Rams, not the Rams, but the Saints have to play Carolina twice. I mean, it is a division game. You know, you've beaten them three, I think it's four straight times if you count the three last year and the year before. And, you know, Cam is a little banged up, but it still is a division game. Yeah. And,. I think whoever gets that one seed, it's really going to go through them, yeah. right? Like the Rams at home, that's a, that's a different animal, too. I, I just want to say, you, you bring up a Panthers-Saints matchup a few weeks ago. It's a different story than you bringing it up now with them losing five straight. It's just a different Panthers team. Yeah. So, I, it's, it's high, highly unlikely, in my opinion. But highly unlikely that what? That the Saints don't have, first, uh, don't have number one seed all through the playoffs. Is anyone worried about the Saints? I mean, they, they look like they kind of hit the gas button. They needed a big turnover, and they got it last game, and then they scored, and they kind of just got back in their groove. They got to run the ball. Like, the, most, the, be- the most obvious secret in the National Football League is that the Saints are a run-first team. Like, no one thinks of the Saints as a run-first team. They think of this explosive offense that uh, Drew Brees, the MVP, uh, front-runner a couple weeks ago, uh, the Hall of Famer, GOAT. People are calling him the GOAT all over the place. And the best-kept secret in the NFL is that the Saints only are successful when Mark Ingram and or Alvin Kamara is successful. And you saw they got Mark Ingram going, and it started rolling from there. So I, I think that I'm not worried about the Saints. I, everyone is due for a lull. But I am worried about the fact that if they have to play the Cowboys or if they have to play the Bears, those teams can shut that down. So it's going to be an interesting thing, and they have to play at home. Like the Saints need to play those teams at home. Yeah, that's... It goes back to what I was saying before. Whoever gets a one seed, I think that's your your representative in the Super Bowl. Like the even the you didn't mention the Rams there, but you know the Rams did lose in New Orleans. But then we saw what they did, what they do at home. Like it's a completely different animal. Yeah. Their splits are different, also. So I, I think that that one seed is super important. And now I think with that loss, the Saints are currently the one seed because they have that head over the uh, L.A. Rams. So it's going to be interesting. Closing out the year, what happens? Saints are the one seed. It's good uh, for fantasy players, I'll tell you that, because I remember we were sitting here talking about, is Todd Gurley going to sit 16 and 17? Like the second half of 16 and all of 17? Mm-hmm. No. The answer is no. No, well, now it's no. Hell no. Yeah. Because they know what's on the line. They're not stupid. It's kind of crazy how this team put up six points, man. I mean, the Bears were all over them. Goff had no time to breathe. It was crazy. He gets sacked on like the last play of the game, right? And yeah, yeah. Andrew Whitworth was one play. of the best left tackles in the game, and he looked like he couldn't. Like Khalil Mack was putting him in a blender. The entire the entire 
line was putting him in a blender. Big uh, hot uh, head coach. Um, Big uh, big head coach, <laughs> <laughs> big, big head coach, uh, big head coach candidate going into next year. Vic Fangio, defensive yeah. coordinator of Chicago, hot name, guaranteed. One of these teams that, you know, a lot of teams are going to be interested in him taking over. Watch wow, so the Jets are going to get fucking Vic Fangio because that's how they do it. And that's, they're going to get a fucking defensive guy. Ah, you okay? Yeah, Have it. Gonna... When's the last time they had an offensive guy? Al Grow, the Jets. I'll grow before well, Herm Edwards. Yo, who was the guy? Was it Sperano offensive minded? He was. He, well, he was the interim head coach. Oh, that's right. He's also an offensive line, line coach. Those guys defensive don't. coordinator. Those guys oh, just God like enough. yikes. Yeah, <laughs> offensive line coach and defensive coordinator. Oh boy, that makes sense. Um, Giants decide to play. You know, we don't have to spend much time in this game, but it's just kind of you know confusing. I wanna I wanna pose the question to you guys. Hmm. Because it seems like no one's no one's posing this question. Everyone's scared to ask it. Let's hear it. More continuity on the Giants when OBJ's not on the field? Oh, yeah. Without wow. a doubt. Wow. Without a doubt. I also think that not having your superstar like on the field, it's kind of like with Des Bryant. Like, and like, there was reports that Des Bryant used to like complain about not getting the ball. And we've heard OBJ like in the fucking media complain about not getting the ball. So who knows what he's saying in the locker room and all on the sidelines and shit. And when that's not there, that you don't feel like, oh wait, like yeah, we're moving the ball, but this dude's gonna complain like he was open and I didn't get it to him. And I so I think, yeah, I think naturally that happens on most teams anyway, depending on who you have. It just so happens that OBJ is one of these outspoken quote-unquote diva players so i think it makes sense that you know when you don't have him on the field it's easier for eli to not feel like oh i gotta force the ball to this dude i think that's i think any guy like that ever i'm not paying that guy Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I was saying this all this time, and everyone's like, "Yo, generational talent, wide receiver, this and that." It's like, "Yo, you don't pay that guy, especially when Eli Manning on the back, not on his last hole." Yo, Sterling <laughs> Shepard came out and he was like, "Yo, I caught two passes. That's what the game plan required. Whatever helps us win, right?" And look, I think uh, I think there's a new star in town, man. I've I've completely 180 on. Uh, Yo, he is so Saquon. good. Saquon is so good. Yo, He's how so about good. how about this? How about this? Oh. That offensive line is trash, and he's doing that with that, right? Yeah. He yo, this dude is so good, so good. Yo, you can just cor- tell when you the watch. safety had the angle on him on that seventy-eight yard he's run. Like, Goodbye. And it was like yeah. Tyree killed him. Yeah. You're Peace a, sign. You're a big eye test guy, right? Dude. Well, I you're I, a big eye test guy. When you watch him on the field, it's like this guy's better than everybody else, and you I, know it. Yeah. He he completely stands out. Yep. Yeah. If you put him in free space, it's like Alvin Kamara when he, it, they both look like they're on, when they're on the field, him and Kamara, like they ate like a mushroom in Super Mario. <laughs> like they just, they like, they sparkle. Uh-huh. They run through like, like they star. Or like, or like the mushroom, or like they, they grow a little bit. Like they're just, they stomp on people as they go forward. I think he almost had 200 total yards from scrimmage. Hot take, there's not a better running back than him in football. I was waiting for you to say it's it. It's hard to argue. It's hard to argue. No one's gonna. I don't think anyone's gonna disagree with you either because it's like, why do one guy you could say is not on the field right now? Yo, what? Yeah, you could say that about uh, Le- Le'Veon Bell. Yeah. But yo, 2016, we were like, yo, Zeke's the best running back in football. Why do we? Why do we need to see this guy do it for four or five years? It's like, you know, right now, like this dude is the best. He's the best running back in football. Pat Mahomes is probably playing the best quarterback in football. It's like, yo, I don't need to see much more. God, I love Saquon now. He's so good. He's so good, man. Yo, let me ask you guys a question. Remember when you guys fucking murdered me for saying I would take Pat Mahomes over Carson Wentz in a draft to start today? You change your mind yet? Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. I, I just th- 45 I, I, touchdowns? Some ridiculous. Oh, my God. He needs 12 to tie Peyton's record in the last three games. Mm. Not out of the question. Not out of the question. He could do it. A very, very tall order. He could do it. Especially now with Kareem Hunt out. He yeah. could do it. He's tossing that thing. I will say the one problem that I have with Pat Mahomes is this dude like throws stupid ass play. At least twice a game, he'll hold on to the ball, force some throw, or like do like dude throw it away. Gift and a curse though, because yeah, everyone knows that that one throw, uh, end of the game on fourth down, who makes that throw? No that fourth does. and ninth throw to Tyree Kill was 
an MVP throw. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about like it, what makes it a bad throw is like situationally. It's yeah. like it's first down. You run play action. You're extending a play. Yeah. And you throw it like you try to yeah. throw it well, over someone. It's like, dude, throw that ball away. That's what you said. The good and the bad about right. having t- a laser yeah. rocket arm. Yeah. You think you can? You fit think you can make in. every single yeah. throw, right? I'll take the bad with the good. He's very farvish. No, yeah. obviously. It's, I, look, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I was going to bring yeah. up the play, the famous play when Favre was with the Saint, uh, with the Vikings going up against the Saints where he rolls out to his right and he throws that shit like you're playing in 48th Street Park all the way to his left. At the end of the game, right? Picked off, yeah. It's like, yo, you live with that. But think about this. If you're a T-Sand, you want that? Or do you want three-step dropbacks, check down to your, your backup tight end for two yards? Yeah, yep. no. This, this is what you get. Yeah. Yeah. Now you have a legitimate chance at a Super Bowl because you made that decision. You live, you, yeah. You live with it. You die with it. Yeah. yeah. Andy Reid said that was the best he's seen him play this week. That was his best game. He said it's also the best defense that he went up against. Yo, that defense was no like, joke. Yep. No extra blitzing. Nothing. They're like, yo, we're bringing these four guys up front, and they were getting after him too. And it's interesting that you say that because he was having statistically the worst game of his season up yeah. until the fourth quarter when he turned up, mm. and that, and when he came into comeback mode, but. He, he wasn't having – it's even more impressive to me that he can have a shitty type game against a good – a really, really good defense and then come back and still have the cojones to – while he's sprinting to the right side, come back on the left side and throw a sidearm bullet across the field to Tyreek Hill on a fourth and nine. That is – that is the lowest hanging set of nuts I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. And then the, then the no look – and the you know, the no look pass was just like a little like that was a like like drip. It was, that was like swag. Low, that key, was a low key flex. Low key flex. I'm just gonna do this because I can. He's like, yeah, I'm going that way with it. Yeah. <laughs> I do that shit in casino, and I think like my shit don't stink. This guy's doing it against the best defense in football. Dude, my brother Johnny used to do that. He used to get so mad at him. The no look. Yeah, the no look. Shit is so fire. So see when you make eye contact with a defender, it's like damn. So I just bopped you. <laughs> Nick used to try and throw passes behind his back. I completed one time. You completed a couple times, but also sometimes we're like, yo, what? <laughs> yo, and also, it would be like he wouldn't tell anybody. He would just throw it, and it would be my fault. I'd be like, <laughs> hit the garbage can. You know that, right? Yeah, what about my famous on second down in the playoff game? I went to throw a Kareem, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar skyhook pass. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. <laughs> like a grenade. He, like, rolled out through it like a grenade. So I'm like, what? Duty. Balls in the air. I'm like, what are you doing? Uh, really quickly, going back to that game, do you go with... Lamar Jackson next week, or do you go back to Flacco? How the fuck can you f- ever go back to Joe Flacco? Yeah. How? Just a question. I know. I'm not mad at you. No, yeah. Just <laughs> they, 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 found, they found their out from Joe Flacco era. I mean, look, this is the last year that they're tied to him financially anyway. And they're hyped. Yeah. So what's the point? Fan yeah, base right. is excited, yeah. right? This kid is, he's only going to get better throwing the ball, too. And when you drafted him, you knew he would be a project. Yeah. And, yo, just for the time being, just have him do what he's been doing. Run that Louisville offense, one one uh, one read option, and then go. And not for nothing, the team is kind of built for him anyway because you have the, your outside weapons, Michael Crabtree and John Brown, aren't scaring anyone, right? You, you got to run the ball. You got to let that defense control the pace, and you have to run the ball and let the defense handle his business. Keep the ball away from the other offense. Get Let that defense get as much rest as possible. You come on the field, you run the ball, you run the ball, you run the ball, you run the ball, stick it in the end zone three, two or three times, kick a couple of field goals. That's, that is the yeah. formula for a Ravens win. So, I, so he, he fits into that formula really well. I kind of compared him to, uh, to the Tebow Broncos team mm. a few years ago. It's like he's kind of like a, a running back. He'll throw the ball maybe 15, 20 times. Yeah, He'll run the ball a, 15, 20 times. No, no, I'm just saying like that style, like play really good defense. Run yeah. the ball. And remember, Prater was hitting like 50-yard bombs, too, all got, the time. And look, what you kicker got, you got in Baltimore? Justin Tucker, yeah. Best kicker in the game, in my opinion, so. Yeah, I mean, if I was the Ravens, I, I think the, the Lamar Jackson thing is, like, interesting. Because, like, if this works out, like, they're running the shit out of him. So it's kind of like having a another running back out yeah. there who throws the ball. So it's like, I can't, I don't, how the fuck do you game plan for that? Because it's like, you have a running back. And then you have this guy who's also probably one of the fastest guys on the fucking field, Lamar yep. Jackson, and yep. one of the most elusive, definitely. And then he's also throwing the ball, so you don't know when to – oh, God damn it, Tim. My bad. You son of a bitch. <laughs> no, but you don't know when to uh, to blitz, what to do w- with whatever. I would just ride this into the ground and just see because this could potentially set something in the future where it's like, you know, Lamar Jackson is what all these quarterbacks in college are. Yeah. Like run like guys who are just ridiculous athletes who could like kind of throw the ball. 
It's like this could become the new thing if it's like whatever. But you know, he needs to figure out that arm because when he throws, it looks like he's not putting his entire everything's a touch pass. It's like he's aiming it. Yeah. So they like it. It probably is because he's super inaccurate when he's gunning it in in practice. Mm-hmm. If he could, because he has a cannon arm. That's why. That's why. Like, he, obviously, this guy is a weapon. Like, if he didn't have such a cannon arm, if he wasn't capable, he would be playing somewhere else right now. And let's not forget, in overtime yesterday, they threw the ball. They had the opportunity to sort of just, like, play it safe, right? And they didn't. They dropped back and they threw the ball. And I show, and I think that shows some confidence in him, that the team is showing confidence in where they're not just going to, you know, eye form, hand it off in overtime. No, they went for it. And so... You know, that, it's got to feel good. And and talk about a game that, you know, slips through your hands for a Ravens team in a, in a tough AFC North where Pittsburgh loses yesterday also. It's like, shit. They could have pulled that game out. It would have done wonders for his confidence. Not that he's any, any less confident today than yesterday, but just for a team as well that, you know, Pittsburgh's lost three in a row. Uh, could have been a big win for Baltimore if they would have won that game. There's, there is two ways to look at it, though. You did lose to the Chiefs, so you were kind of playing with house money. You know what I mean? Because... Mm-hmm. You're expected to lose that game. Yeah. And the Steelers lost. In the fashion that the Steelers lost yeah. to the Raiders. Yep. It, you could look at it like, damn, we missed an opportunity. But you could also look at it as, damn, we got saved from yeah. like a loss, in, a loss in losing a game. Yeah. Yo, NFL is weird, yo. Yeah. Especially this year. Wide yo, open. The, Wide so open. So the, the Broncos beat the Chargers and the Steelers. Mm-hmm. And they get dominated by Nick Mullins and the Niners. Yep. 300 yards for Nick Mullins. My son. Plus. That's my son. George Kittle? Just killed me in fantasy. Holy in shit. Yo, shout out to Jason, who, it's the captain. who's like, everyone's going to want George Kittle as a top five tight end by the end of the year, and, and no other person knew that except Jason. Yeah. It's crazy. Yo, by the way, I totally forgot this even happened this week because it happened on Thursday. <sighs> but Derrick Henry. Yeah. Oh, man. This guy had four touchdowns and 238 yards on the on the Jacksonville Jaguars too. Yeah, on you the guys want to hear a crazy stat? Let's hear it. He went from the 47th overall running back to the 20th overall running back on the season with that game. I don't doubt it, bro. In four fantasy. touchdowns. Doug Doug Martin all over again. Remember Doug Martin his rookie year? He had that monster game against Oakland. Mm-hmm. He had like 50 something uh, fantasy points. It's like he got like 35% of his production in one game. Same shit with Derrick Henry now. It's crazy. Can't wait till he goes in like the second round and someone's leading next year. Do you know what's crazy? I was watching um <laughs> I was watching ESPN the pregame and I never I never really watch ESPN uh the, because I don't know from what it used to be to now I'm going to sound like an old fart, but what Geezer. it used to, Yeah. What it used to be to what it is now like it's hard to watch. Um but I was watching it and they did like this story about Derrick Henry's stiff arm. <laughs> and they were just like and I was just thinking to myself, like, yeah, yeah, I mean, sure, he has a good stiff arm, but, like, what's he doing with it? Right after that, right after the story came out, he fucking stiff-armed the entire team down the line. and That was ridiculous. The entire Jaguars, all of them. Anyone came near him was like, get off of me. Take your friend with you. And he did it against the Jaguars, man. This is a team that stopped Andrew Luck from, like, shut out the Colts last game. Yeah. 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 What? And he should have a fifth touchdown. He couldn't. He couldn't punch it in. He like gave one up. He was like he he, he wanted Derek Lewis. Yeah, uh, Deion Lewis. Derek Lewis. <laughs> UFC mode. Yeah. Very Tim of me. Mixing up the names. Yeah, he wanted Deion Deion Lewis to get one. You saw Steve Smith. He was mad tight after after the game. He's like, "You want what?" He was mad that he wanted Deion Lewis to score. Team so player. He, yeah. So yeah, he, I want to I want to go team back. Team player, boys. At 230 yards and four touchdowns. I'm good. I'm trying to get Nah, I'm trying to get my fifth. Yeah, I want to go back to Pittsburgh cuz they've lost three games in a row. Yep. And New England comes into town this week. Monster game. I remember texting Impy during the games yesterday because me and Impy, you know, we talked up both the Texans and the Chargers as mm-hmm. Super Bowl favorites. And, mm-hmm. you know, Joey, I'm a piece of shit, and I made an investment on those teams. And I was like, dude, if the Ravens hold on to win this game. They were winning at the time. Mm-hmm. I was like, if these idiots in South Beach could win, <laughs> you know, and there's a roadmap that the, the, the Texans could be like a two seed and then. Fast forward this week on Thursday. <laughs> I can picture you in your room just mapping this all out on the wall. Yo, like the I Texans was, can was, get all the way there. Yo, dude, it's exactly <laughs> what's happening. Except I wasn't mapping it. I was just typing it on my, my on my laptop. And I was like, yo. And then you look at Thursday Night Football. It's one of the game of the, games of the year. You got the Chiefs and the Chargers playing. I was like, dude, there's a chance. And then lo and behold, Pittsburgh goes down to Oakland, which was crazy. Can't explain that. Right? What, what happens with Big Ben there? Why didn't he go back into the game when he was a- available? 
So he's on the sideline. He's ready to go back in, and they keep Josh Dobbs out. Cocky. Yo, fireable offense. Really? Tom, you're done. Really? Yeah, yeah. Not, not Oakland, bro. Oakland wants to lose. <laughs> Oakland don't want to play. I don't know. Can anyone take a second and maybe think that what's going on in Oakland, like John Gruden, yes, sure, he's getting – he traded a lot of good players. I mean, he traded Amari Nooper, and he, tra- and he traded him for a first round. But by the way, that first round pick, as the Cowboys keep winning, that first round pick keeps losing value. And not for nothing, Amari Cooper, the way he's playing I'm, – I'm, I'm sorry, Amari Nooper, the way he's playing now for like the 22nd overall pick, not a trade that I'm thinking I wouldn't make at this point. Right, yeah. especially considering if you're gonna lock him up next year, which they probably could. Um, but that's besides the point. What was I talking about? The Raiders. John, the Raiders. Gruden. John Gruden. Derek Carr, two drives in the fourth quarter, scoring a touchdown on both of them to bring them back. Last week they put up thirty, and they just lose. Is there is there any type of thought that the Raiders are kind of putting it together? That the Raiders are are starting to build something. That is in its infancy. That could be good ten years from now. I think John Gruden's an old school guy, and you need you need the players to buy in. And it probably didn't happen overnight, you know. Right. It's probably one of those things where it takes time for the mess to sort of sink in. But I'm sure that there's guys that have gotten benched that were starters earlier on in the season, or some guys that were shipped out. And I just think that it takes a little bit of time, especially when you have a, a, a an alpha male like a like a Gruden, right? Bro, I. Uh, this is this conversation. Give me, give me at least two more years before to have it. Because like, obviously, I'm not thinking about this roster at all. Look who's on it. Like, none of these guys are gonna be yeah. on this fucking team. And it doesn't help their case that Cooper is going ape shit and Khalil Mack is just lighting it up. Yeah, it it's like uh, obviously, I, I'm not, I'm not one of the people who are like, yo, get Gruden the fuck out, right? It's like, bro, it's the first year. I understand you're upset about the contract, but it's like, let's see what's gonna happen. This roster is fucking garbage. And not only that, but like Jordy Nelson. Seth Roberts, <laughs> Doug Martin. Jared Cook, Doug Martin, Marshawn Lynch. These guys are not going to be in the league like during this tenure. It's like, don't worry about these, this team. This team's not what I'm worried about. Am I, am I, I'm not thinking about anything in its infancy. Nothing has started yet, in my opinion. It's like you still have to get some more pieces and then like, all right, now let's see what you're going to do with this. But these guys are not even going to be there. But what about Derek Carr? That's the question. I mean. Now, do you know what's hot take? If I, I think if Derek Carr... Is on the Giants next year? The Giants win the NFC. Ooh, that's hot. If I'm if I'm the Raiders, I think Derek Carr is good enough for me. Like I, he's good enough for me to like. And then build around. Yo. Yeah, I don't know if he fits the timeline though. Right? Why not? I feel like they need a quarterback to grow with the team. Like, Dude, you he's said, like 26. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Not only that, yeah. you want 18 year old? You want fucking two out there? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nah, <laughs> yo, too, yo. Yo. <laughs> Imagine Gruden like that that like quarterback room that they do on ESPN with Gruden. Oh, this kid's great. Oh, uh, yo, like he loves yo, the quarterback. Listen. I love this guy, man. <laughs> yo, yo, listen. If Derek Carr was on the Giants, solid throughout the whole offseason. My boner. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> like, thank what? you for clarifying. Yeah. That, that, that you were talking I knew about it right. Also, I, I solid <laughs> the addition. Yo, let's not forget this guy was the MVP until he got hurt that Week 16 game against the Colts. Yeah. I just, think it up. He's, I just think he's good enough. He's good. He's I don't nice. think you need the best quarterback in the league to win a Super Bowl. Marcel Aitman and Jordy Nelson on half a kneecap is who he's throwing to. That's and Jared Cook, who's been on nine different teams. Jared Cook. Forget Seth Roberts. Se- Seth Roberts. <laughs> Not only that, Jared Cook, I think, has accounted for every single one of these wins. Hell, give him give him a little Sterling in the slot. Give him Odell, Saquon out the backfield. Evan Ingram, whenever he decides to play. Let's get crazy. Shit, give him Saquon at the backfield. And all the, all those check downs this year that have gone for to, one to yard, Doug Martin two and, yards, yeah. and Jalen yeah. Rashard. They'll go for eight, nine, and he'll be fine. Yeah. All of a sudden, he'll be a pro bowler. Bro, I could be the quarterback in the Giants yeah. at this point. Like, I mean, it's, yeah. Just turn around and give him the goddamn ball and move out of the way. Oh, uh, But back to the Steelers, because we were talking about them first, and I kind of changed the subject, my bad. But, yeah, they're, they're in trouble. You have to – that defense gave up uh, f- two fourth-quarter touchdowns to the Raiders and Derek Carr, who – we're talking him up right now, but he was in that discussion of busts and bottom third of the league quarterbacks. Still is for most people who aren't paying attention, right? That Le'Veon Bell situation, sticky Dude. in the beginning of the year. All of a sudden, he doesn't come back. And since then, three-game losing streak. Yeah. And you have to ask yourself, like, is it? does it have to do with it a little bit? James Conner now is injured, so they're going to go with Jalen Samuels and Steven Ridley. So it's like Big Ben, he's he's always getting hurt. Bro, Hayward Bay got a carry. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> That's fire. 
<laughs> There's not a play that frustrates me more in football than an end around. I, I hate Unless it. it goes to Tyreek Hill. That's the only one that I'll be like, you know what? I understand it. Every other, even Odell, nothing. I'm, I'm done. Don't, don't give me end arounds. Yeah, Can't do they're it. They're terrible. I like end arounds only if they're not end arounds and they're actually Passes. <laughs> fake end around pitch to like in front of the quarterback. Yeah, yeah. I like those. Those are fire. End arounds don't even work in Madden. Yeah, no, they don't. They never worked for me ever one time in Madden. Do you? How many games do you think the Steelers win with Le'Veon Bell? Well, do you think any of these losses would have been? Yes. Victories. I mean, yes, dude. This yeah. horse. This particular one. Obviously. Like this exact one. Yes. Like this. This could have been a clear Le'Veon Bell run out the clock until it's over game. Even if Josh Dobbs is in there. And last and last week against the Chargers, right? Three point loss. Another very one. very close game. Run out the clock. Yeah. So. But then again, you eh, James Conner has had pretty fucking good games. So you can't you can't take away because you could also play the game of. What about the big James Conner games? You know what? You know, like no, it's true because James James Conner did have, uh, you know, they tied Week One against the Browns. I don't think that happens if Le'Veon Bell's in there. Sure, James Conner had a crazy crazy season, but it's also like especially that game though. He had like almost two hundred yards. I'm scared. Yeah, I think that's a. I get what you're saying. I just feel like like Bell is. If you have nothing to think about, like you know what I mean. I, I just think it that whole thing. Of course, it, it like it's a distraction. For it's sure. a distraction. You have, to, you have to answer those questions every single time you come into the locker room, especially going into week one. And yeah. yes, James Carter, like I said, he was having to say. I think if he was having even better numbers than like Levy Hunt's like season or his whatever, be, his fun. best year, he was having. He a was having like year. better better numbers. So I mean, at the end, uh, who's to say it could be the same record? But what's I don't know. they have five I, losses as of right now? I correct? pulled it up for you. Yes, the last three of the season for the Steelers: home against the Patriots, on the road against the Saints. Home against the Bengals. One and two. So let's say one and two, right? They have five losses. Yeah. That's seven losses. And a tie, which is kind that, of a loss. That, Eight, seven, yeah, that and tie. Because all right, so let's let's say they go two and one, which is exceeding expectations. Now I you're mean, at exceeding expectations. Of of this schedule, I think they're they're nah, under- definitely you chuck the Bengals up as a win. Sure, but you're they're underdogs against they're underdogs against the Patriots, and they're underdogs, especially oh, on the road two against and the Saints. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm still right. Yeah, yeah, yeah so, they're un- yep. so yeah. Let's let's they go, split one of those games, okay? So let's say they go two and one, which is you know exceeding expectations. Mm-hmm. That leaves them at nine, six, and one. Now, if you look at the rest of the AFC playoff picture, you got the Ravens, who can who can go ten and six. Mm-hmm. You got the Colts, who can go ten and six. You got the Chargers, who are going to be better than ten and six. You can't cast the charges because they they have ten wins now and they have the tiebreaker over this, you. They're going to be better. Yeah. Yeah. Miami seven and six, yo. Yeah. Miami seven and six. If they can, if they could somehow pull it out, Miami has been outscored by fifty points, but they're seven and six somehow. But shout out to them because they they are actually on a historic place pace for big plays. <laughs> yo, <laughs> there is a clear path, a very clear, and I would say better than half, like better than fifty percent chance that the Steelers miss out in the playoffs. I don't doubt it. I mean, yo, yo, that would be weird as hell if they miss the playoffs. It would be, it would definitely be odd. Dolphins finish with the Vikings, Dolphin, uh, uh, Vikings, Jaguars, Bills, Ravens finish with the Bucks, Chargers, and Browns. That's not the easiest schedule. Bucks, Chargers, Browns, but what's their current? What's their current loss? Who Dolphins? No, the Ravens. They have six losses at the they're moment. Seven and yeah, six. they're seven and six. Yeah, the Ravens would have to win that out, but they're favorites in two out of three of those games. Mm. I can see them winning two of those. So I, I mean, you could. They're favorites in two of those. Steelers just don't. Can you have, see them winning all three? Uh, I think the likelihood of them winning all three of those games is the same likelihood as the Steelers winning two of hit their, of their games. I think that's fair. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you're playing the Patriots and the fucking who was it? Patriots and the Saints. Saints. And that fucking number, little number one, that little number one, in the tie column, it's gonna come back and bite their ass. We're, we might see the, we might see the playoffs without the Steelers. That could be some crazy shit. And Le'Veon Bell's gonna be talking mad shit. Yo, and rightfully so. And rightfully so. And rightfully so. Hmm. I really want to get to this Patriot game. Hmm. Ooh, because Bill Belichick, legend. What on earth is Gronk doing out there? Yo, <laughs> can I? All right. All right. <laughs> Go ahead. Hit him with it. <laughs> Joe can't, can't control himself. 
<laughs> the ball was on the 31-yard line, I believe. It was a 69-yard touchdown. I know where you're going with this. Right? You put Gronk in for a Hail Mary with noodle arm Ryan Tannehill, who could barely throw a ball 40 yards. He's on like half a leg too. He actually missed time at one point because, well, exactly, yeah. When I was texting Nippy and I was like, yo, yo, the Pats might lose to the Dolphins. And then I go like five minutes later, bedtime, Brock Osweiler is taking snaps now. It's over. Was that for the? Well, for, for the Hail Mary, it's like, yo, Ryan Tannehill, why is Gronk out there? He can't reach the end zone. Yo, honestly, from there, the ball's on the 31-yard line. He's probably throwing it from like the 25. Mahomes is probably the only guy that can reach the end zone from there. That's fair. Yo, you're talking, it's a 75-yard throw. Why is Gronk out there? Yo, it makes no sense. And you pull him for your one of your best players in McCourty. Which... It, just, it just doesn't. It makes no sense there. And if you look at that, yo, like literally anybody else out there. Like if you had Chris Hogan out there, he could make that stop there on that play. Because Gronk just got flat-footed. And, Duh. Yeah. Tide pods. <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> I, I honestly. Great ad, though. That made no sense to me, Gronk being out there. I get it. But like. At the same time, care. they do that. They do that. The dude, no, yeah. the dude is six No, he's I, probably the biggest dude on the team. Bro, Tannehill cannot reach the end zone from there. Is what I'm saying. Right, we, but but, in, but if I'm a coach, I'm like, all right, on the off chance that they drop back and just toss this thing, like at least Gronk could be there, just knock that shit down. He gets up before anyone. But if they throw it underneath, who scores on that besides the Titans? That one year, fucking twenty years back or whatever the fuck. And then also, work. there's uh, ten other guys on this field. Four of them missed a tackle and like weren't tackling. We're playing defense. Like I wouldn't like I don't have a giant problem with Gronk being out there. In hindsight, of course, it's always twenty twenty. He looks like a fucking idiot because the guy because Kenyon Drake went right past him. But like terrible, they, terrible angle. When they when they showed when they showed Gronk out there, I was like, this is a mistake. Yo, I would if I was if I was Rob Kraft when they get back from Boston, I'd line up all the coaches and be like, yo, did you think Tannehill could reach the end zone from there? If they told me yes, you're fired. Every yo, one. Nick is like Trump. Yo, firing is, everyone. It is. I'm, I'm more like Vince McMahon. All right, Vince McMahon uh, had that. That's a much better. <laughs> yo, um, nah, dude. Like, come on, yeah. yo. Like, if you really thought Tannehill could reach the end zone, dude, Cam Newton has a better arm than Tannehill, and Cam Newton got pulled for a hail mary. Word. Who threw that? I don't know. Oh my god, who was <laughs> it? I don't know who threw that? Oh my god. But yo, it made no. The, yo, the moment I saw that. I wasn't thinking laterals and shit, but I'm like, I wouldn't have Gronk out there. Yeah. You know, he can't reach the end zone. Can't reach the end zone. This is legendary. Why can't the Patriots win in South Beach? Well, how much time you got, dog? There's only <laughs> Adam Gase is good at one thing, and it's beating the Patriots. Uh, but here's another. Here's one that I really want to address. Does anyone else notice that every time something good happens for the Dolphins? Kenyon Drake seems to be either directly involved or outwardly involved in some way. The fact that this dude does not get more carries and more work and more love, no, Frank Gore, is that's a fireable offense. No, 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 yo, no. Look, I, I, I hear you and I agree with you that he's clearly the better player, but like Frank Gore is kind of being productive too. No, he's being good, and I'm not saying don't give the ball to Frank Gore. He's being good. I'm saying <laughs> he's he's doing well. Yeah. But I'm saying you know, thirty percent of the time, thirty five percent of the time. Not 65 fucking percent of the time when you got a young electric dude on your bench. Yeah. Just sitting there, not doing anything. Except when you need him to. And that's when he breaks off a game-winning touchdown against the Patriots at home. Brandon Bolden, revenge? Wow. So no, by the way. Fast. Yeah, he was rumbling, rumbling, rumbling oh. in there. The 1 o'clock games for fantasy. Sorry to keep bringing it back to fantasy. But the 1 o'clock games for fantasy was like people's worst nightmares. It oh, was yeah. just Mad legend scoring. It was just legend Devlin, after legend. Devlin. Yeah. All at, he had like two, row. I think, right? And yeah, Devlin had two. The 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 fullback on the Saints also because Dom was losing his mind because he had Ingram and Camara. Drew <laughs> Brees is sneaking. I mean, Brees, yeah. You Brandon Bolden with yes. two of them. It's like, what the fuck? Why do I, why do I sit there and fucking study? Why? Oh, I mean, I, 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 I've been saying that since Jonathan Stewart scored three touchdowns. I had 100 yards against the Vikings last year. Number one run defense. This guy, Deb McCaffrey on the team. And this guy, went, I was like, yo, why, why oh. do I spend like a day's worth of research on fucking DBOA charts? Or two weeks ago when Chase Edmonds stole two David Johnson touchdowns. Don't get me started on that because I was directly involved in that one as well. I couldn't believe that. Could, I, could, Pat Devlin has... has Stolen four touchdowns away from Sony Michelle in the yeah. last two weeks, and in on one of my teams, and that team is currently out of the playoffs. Not a not a coincidence. 
Luckily, I have the Sangato Studios League to keep me warm. Yo, also, uh, I was talking to my dad about this, but it was like, so if you want to chalk up the Gronk thing as a Belichick mistake, and then at halftime, where Brady takes that sack. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, when was the last time you saw the Patriots lose because of Tom Brady and Belichick like, I, made big mistakes? Yo, Gostowski missed a field goal and extra point. That's four points right there. Just a bad day. Yo, Gostowski missing. Uh, Gostowski missing. That shit is hard. Uh, extra points. I'm yeah. like Justin Tucker missed an extra point earlier this to year to win. Yeah, and it, it it just you understand why like kicking right now is like kind of hard. Backing it up. I've always said that. You know, as my kicking coach, he told me that you would use the PAT a 20 yard field goal as like a mental. It was like a mental block. You know, you would get an in game kick. Now when you back it up, a thirty, I, I understand it's thirteen yards further back, but it's not an easy chip shot where you're yeah. kicking into a net. You can't see the ball go through, you know. So it does. It, it makes you wonder, man. There's no way in in one year like Dan Bailey got cut from like the the Cowboys. He's like the most accurate kicker of all time, and yeah. then misses a couple PATs, and then he didn't get signed until the year started. That's yeah. only after an injury. Yeah, the guy had to get hurt, and it's like, yo, Dan Bailey, it's like ninety percent of his field goals. Madness. Absolute madness. What about your boy uh, Matt Ryan? What about him? You got validated yesterday again. I mean, you know, I'm I'm getting used to it at this point. <laughs> Came Matt, out guns blazing though. He's like six of six. Hey Julio. He's just you know he's he just he's he's a average quarterback that has found himself in a, a very above average situation. Uh, Julio Julio Jones is a fucking animal. This that guy that guy is unbelievable. unbelievable. He's got fourteen hundred yards. Julio. But besides that, like, I don't know, did anyone, we all sat here and said Aaron Rodgers is about to pull out his cock on the Falcons, and we, we knew that was going to happen. So, I mean, at this point, is anyone, is anyone like, yo, yeah, Matt Ryan's going to lead the Falcons back? I think that, that that ship has sailed for the for the Ryan fans. No? How old is Matt Ryan? I think he's 33. Uh, he is 33. Why do you know that? Wait, <laughs> what? Am I reading this correctly? What? The Packers are in sixth place in the NFC. Oh, sorry, I'm reading that wrong. I what's the, yo, Carry what's on. That, what's that song by? Um, they used to be on. On. Um, no, they're way I'm far down. I'm vindicated. Oh, dashboard, dashboard I am confessional. I am sure, Matt Ryan, you suck. Oh my God! If you would have called him a whore there, that shit would have flowed so dope. <laughs> yeah. Damn, damn, I dropped one. You fucked it up. Yo, yeah, staying dude. in that division. What about uh, Cam Panthers? Five in a row. At one point, you're like, yo, they might compete with the Saints. I mean, I had that. S- Two of the last three games, they play the Saints. They're like, yo, there's a chance if they keep it close, those games come down, they might be for the division. And they just fallen off a hill. Can't win on the road. One and six on the road, the Panthers. Five and one at home. He's uh, He looks hurt, too. Like yeah. He's I wouldn't be surprised if some report comes out. Remember how I was saying about Aaron Rodgers playing on, like, a torn ACL? Well, that's out the window. But I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> if, like, if they come out and Cam has rotator cuff surgery or some shit, you know? Yeah. I'm thinking that too. It could be. And outside of McCaffrey, no one is consistent on that team. I laughed at Josh when he took him second. I passed on McCaffrey. DJ Moore is solid. Yeah, but he's still young. Like, I feel like DJ Moore wasn't a guy that I would ex- expect him to come in and, like, light it up. Like, yeah. you know? Well, first round pick, right? Yeah, sure. Sure. But also, their play calling kind of doesn't. They throw a back shoulder fade to my boy, Curtis Samuel. And shout out to him, you know, city boy and all that. But that's not a guy you run a back shoulder fade to. Like, yeah. First of all, Cam's not a quarterback to run back shoulder. Has fade. he ever had like a really, really, really good wide receiver? No. I can't think of one. Calvin Benjamin Smith. that one year? Steve That's Smith. It. Yeah. That's it. Actually, Benjamin didn't play the year he won MVP. You're right. No, but he did. He oh, was, his he rookie. Killed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're Calvin right, Benjamin you're right. killed. Yeah. He had like 11 touchdowns or some shit. And he then was he nice. tore his ACL. And then the he, put up, he put on 80 pounds. And <laughs> not about to say. He's 80 pounds. <laughs> now he plays tight end. <laughs> Where did he go? He's playing linebacker. You didn't he's know? With the Chiefs. 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 He's, he, no, he's playing linebacker. <laughs> I don't know if you're fucking with me. No, they, they brought him in as to play linebacker. You're, you're dead ass. He has, see, the thing is he... So, like, all right, so oh, the GM... Obviously, they're... Wait, wait, wait. Are you, are you serious? No. Okay. Okay. Yo, you serious, <laughs> Bro, I didn't know what you were about to say, but I was like, yo, hold they on. Like he, they like know. his IQ on the other side of the ball. They think it'll <laughs> translate well to defense. He knows yeah, what I, they're going to do. I bet you there's a couple people listening at home right now that are just like, yo, if he got me, if he got me, it's just now. And I would have just ran with that and be like, yeah, yo, he's a big fat bitch. He'll probably play defense. <laughs> yo, can I tell you what Impy's proudest moment was of yesterday, knowing Impy all these years? What? Rashad Perriman catching like a 50-yard bomb. I was so high on him. <laughs> that was your boy? Yo, you don't remember? Was that he... my Brandon Whedon? No. I think the Browns made moves. Dude, you don't, <laughs> you don't remember when he drafted him? 
He's had my best the whole season. Year and he didn't drop him. He was on like IR. He's like, yo, I'm not dropping like at all. Because at that point, it's the principle. Like, you talk this guy up the whole year, you can't just drop him. It's like me with Christian Kirk. He's, if my team wins a ring, he got to get one. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm like that too. I remember when we had drafts, like, before it was like as much money as it is now. I would my last pick would always be some random person. When we would do it online and not in person. Like Let's I'd go, go all the way, all down. way down. I drafted Curtis Martin. He was like five years retired, still in the thing somehow. I was like, drafted Curtis Martin. This guy's a legend. Yeah. I took Michael Vick and he was like in jail. I always took Mike <laughs> Vick. The victims. I would take like Randy Moss and then text someone like, Yo, you didn't hear that report? So I was coming back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? I'll wait, take wait. him in my other week yeah. now. We'll go at him. Uh I picked up Marshawn Lynch the year that he retired. And I was like, yo, maybe it comes about. I don't know. That was a popular one, I remember. Yeah, because there was actually like actual rumors. Yeah. The other yeah. rumors of Randy Muzz was just me being an asshole to them. Yeah. Uh, is there any other games in the slate that we got? Can we talk about the Jets real quick? Ooh. The battle of the rookie quarterbacks? Here's what I'm here. I, I saw I saw a lot of people. I just want to vent a little bit. I saw a lot of people talking about like, congratulations, Jets. You won a game, and now you're fucking your chance up at a draft pick. Like Jets Twitter was all about it. Like the one time I actually agreed with Brandon Tierney, I was I was I was just like all on Brandon Tierney shit. And there were so many people, like just talking about how yo, Jets fans. I know it's been a while since you had a quarterback. Yes, we did ruin our chance to get like the third pick instead of the fifth pick, and that sucks. But we are developing a quarterback, guys mm-hmm. and girls. To see him come back in the fourth quarter, yeah. after throwing a couple picks. After having an up and down game, and doing so by making a play where he runs out of the pocket to one side, comes all the way around. Oh, great play! <laughs> on the run and throws a not for nothing frozen rope dime right into the belly button of Robbie of Robbie Anderson, where he had coverage all over him. Yeah. That moment is worth two picks in the draft. That's a fact. That moment is worth two draft slots. You are talking about a twenty-year-old kid who now knows that he could come back against. Although you can say whatever you want about the Bills, one of the better defenses in the league this Especially year. Especially when they play at home, too. Yes. Yeah. That was a yeah. great road win, for sure. You want these things, people. Stop complaining about lose. I know the last few years it's just been like lose, 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 suck for Sam. Well, we got Sam. <laughs> you don't got to suck for Sam anymore. Yeah. Nah, yo, you're right. We're going to draft a really good receiver this year, hopefully. We'll be good. Be happy, people. Be happy. We need offensive fucking linemen. That's what we need. Yeah, you take those in the second and third round. Let's take a nice you feel stud wide receiver. I feel better. I feel yeah. better. Feel good? Yeah. A uh, good is not the word, but better. Um, what else? I don't know. Lions, Cardinals, Colts, okay. Texans. Can we talk about that yet? Ooh. Ooh, Colts, Texans. Colts. You know, good, for, good for the Colts came back, bounced yeah. back after laying the egg. Yeah. You know, we like eggs, but not those kind of eggs. <laughs> you know, That's and important. Texans, man. Just. T.Y. Hilton. Yo, one, one yard away from that five-point bonus for you, right? Yeah, yo, T.Y. Remember ah, the, the numbers I was reading about uh, him against the Texans in like 10 games? Well, add close to 200 yards to that shit, too. Guy's 199. Like an absolute monster anytime they play them. And, yo, Andrew Luck, too, man. Uh, that's how you bounce back. Eric Ebron scored a touchdown yet again. Tim's boy, Eric Ebron. Crazy. How many touchdowns do you have? 10? <laughs> nah, I, I like Eric like 11 Ebron. or 12. Oh, no, no, yeah. Look, look. You can't backtrack. No, no, no. I've been a fan of Eric Ebron. I just didn't think he would be good when Jack Doyle was there. But I told you, when Jack Doyle's out, Eric Ebron, that's the guy. But he was still putting up numbers with Doyle there at that, the time. That much, I will admit, I was wrong on. Cool. Although he did put up that goose egg. Sure. Texans, Texans really uh, screwed the pooch. Yeah, because they they could have been the number two seed right now. Yes, yes, yes. that's you a know, big loss. That's a big loss because especially you know I was talking about it last week how they get smoked anytime they play New England and that's probably who you're gonna play if you win your your first round game, right? If you're the three seed and you play the the six seed, then you got to go into Foxborough. It's like yo, you never win in there. And once again, yo, it, it works out great for New England, right? They they lose and nothing changes. They're still the two seed. Mm. Just even when teams can make around. Sure. Chargers? No, dude. The Chargers the Chargers are gonna be the fifth seed if they don't win the division. Right. They gotta uh, win the division. You're right. Because it's not it's You're right, you're right. The Chargers might go twelve and four and have to go to like a nine and seven team. Or you're ten right. and you know, it's just it it, it sucks. You're but absolutely correct. You you drop the ball there. It's I mean for a team that has struggled with um, culture issues, right? Who have who have been good but can never take it over the top. 
It's kind of worrisome. If I'm a Texans fan, it's kind of like, oh, here's the same old shit again. I'm, I'm worried I mean, about that. You got to give them the benefit of the doubt. They won nine in sure. a row. This is the first loss in nine games. Give them, you know. But it's also the first game where they had to, if they could have gotten to a bye week. Like, good teams win nine games in a row and then win a tenth. That's That happens all the time. I think they also would have clinched the division if they would have won that game too. The Patriots wow. win nine in a row all the time. Like, they make a, they make a, that's just what they do. Yeah, well, they're playing you. <laughs> they're the exception. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Uh, just saying. All right. Well, I think uh, that about wraps it up. Uh, we are going to talk about UFC a little bit on the next show. We didn't bring it up because we want to have Boss tell us. Still traveling back. Yeah, he's coming back from Toronto. From Toronto. We want to save it for and get the. Off the gummies, hopefully. Off the. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. He was talking about it. Sleeping, boss, sleeping boss through that bus ride. You know Sleep Wait, no, they the did the bus? Nah, no way. I think they oh, did oh, the plane. Yo, taking a bus to Toronto is fucking... You did the Astoria trip, right? The, the Where everyone from Astoria yes, goes, yes, right? Yeah, Montreal. You, you did that? No, but I, everyone oh, did it. Yeah. Wait, Except what are you me. talking about? All There's like Astoria this thing bros. that kids in the neighborhood did growing up. I feel like our... Gener- our what is this, like traveling to Mecca? What do I not know? Yo, yo, literally everyone older than like... Yeah, my age. Swear to God, everyone did it went. except for us. Yeah, it's called the Montreal experience. It's because in Montreal it was eighteen to drink. To drink, so a bunch of Greek and Italian kids and whoever else wanted to come, they all got in a bus, and they drove us up there. We all had to pay a fee. They drove us up there. We had hotel rooms, and we caused complete mayhem. Yeah, and we didn't do that. I went there two times. <laughs> we did it in Miami. One time and Vegas. was one <laughs> time was kind of whack because no offense to my friends that were there, but like it wasn't like the life of the crowd friends that I was with. Like, they don't they turn were, up. They kind of wanted to like stay they in they a little more. Leave the club. Look at, like at the architecture. You know what I'm saying? Leave the club at 11:30. Yeah, like back then I was going to the club at 11:30. I was about to say you're in a club at 11:30. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so then I went the second time with like Johnny and John mm, and great looking uh, guy and <laughs> <laughs> Smokey. <laughs> Great looking guy. And I had the time of my life. I haven't been to Montreal, but I've heard great things. It's expensive, but it's nice. Is it? Yeah, expensive. Very French up there. Extremely French. Yeah. Everyone's a lot of it. Greeks too, bro. Yeah, yeah, really? Yeah. Greeks yeah. Got their flan- Just they got their flag planted there. <laughs> they got their flag you know planted what I'm there. Uh, got some cups of Papacolicus up there. What the fuck was that? Papa Christodoulos. <laughs> Yo, speaking of which, I, I want to give a quick shout out to uh, my guy, Jay. He helped me out with some of those graphics that you guys are going to be seeing on the Instagram. Yeah, those are fire. Uh, yeah, he helped put those together. Told him I'd show him some love. So shout out to Jay for helping out there. So if you guys go to the Instagram, you see how I'm doing that shit? She plug at, uh, at Veterans Minimum on Instagram. You can see what I'm talking about. So shout out to him once again for putting those together. Dope. All right, cool. Well, that's Show. our uh, episode Patreon. recap. Patreon. Uh, you want to plug your shit first? Oh, right. Fucking Fuck, I fucked it up this time. Yeah, you fucked it up. At Tip Tribe on all social media outlets, but only if you're feeling real frisky. I hope this isn't something that continues because that was terrible. The wrap-up and the waiver wave tomorrow. <laughs> do not do not hit your waiver wires until you hit me up, people. Ooh, I like that. Don't do it. Why would you go anywhere else? I'm the guru. It's dope. Nick? At the Lamb Show, Twitter, Instagram, and on Twitch. Impey. IMPY718. You already know. Twitter and Instagram. Nick, I already know. Yep, you can do it. You nah, can say nah it. talk to him. Well, let him know about Degeneration Bets. You already know oh, that. No, oh, no. Oh, also going to say the NBA episode. There we go. Yeah, yeah, a couple of different things going on. The NBA episode was dope. We I had like Marco. We had mm-hmm. Marco on. It was really cool. Yeah. Marco, Marco could talk. Yeah, he's a really smart guy. Well-spoken. Well, the kid went to Yale. I'd he hope so. He went to Yale. He went to Regis. Kid's man smart. Yeah. He looks like a fucking asshole, but... <laughs> and a shouts to the Rudy Fernandez. Uh, yeah, someone got super hyped. They're like, yo, Rudy Fernandez? He's like, get him on all the time. Yeah. Oh. Go ahead. You still, you still yeah, shout yeah, out? That was cool. So Marco reminded me, because Marco is one of the people also. I want to give a shout out to the VM fans out there who follow me on my Instagram, who... I'm doing this thing for my students where I'm getting them all gifts yes. because I'm in the poorest congressional district in the state. For those of you who don't know, I'm a teacher. And uh, a lot of my kids don't get presents during the holidays, so we try and give everyone a present. And my goal to reach was $140 to raise. As of um, as of yesterday, I've raised $600. Oh! And uh, that means that not only are they going <laughs> to all get gifts... But I think we're gonna take them on an ice skating trip. That's and it's, and it's ooh, yeah. So that's it's fire. And that's all because of you guys. So thank you very much. I appreciate that. And uh, damn, you, I feel like a dick. I didn't even donate it. I didn't know that you were collecting right <laughs> away. I mean, it's not. It's not too late. Yeah. What the fuck? You didn't tell it's me not anything. Not too late, though. 
I what? donated last year. You did donate last year. You Slip. donated a very generous amount last year. I don't even say. remember what it was, yeah, to be honest you, with you. You two must be nice, man. Well, that, yeah. He started talking about poor kids to me. I'm like, all right, take all of it. Um, yeah, hit up, definitely hit up ice skating. That should be fun. Definitely wear helmets because you're going to have a long day. Follow there. Boss and DeVito. Oh, yes, and yes. DeVito 27. 27. Yep. And DeVito27 on all social media. And you guys can go follow uh, the show at Veterans Minimum on all social media. And yeah, that is all. Patreon. Oh, oh it's not all. <laughs> <laughs> the Patreon. Uh, go check it out. Support the show. Uh, Patreon.com slash Veterans Minimum. Patreon spelled P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash Veterans Minimum. We appreciate every dollar you guys send us. And that is all. Thanks for listening. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.